0: Welcome to the Courageous Personal Leadership Podcast. We're your hosts, Corey Graham and Sharma Graham. We are entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, facilitators, parents, and the founders of Made to Lead, a leadership development firm we founded to accelerate the practice of courageous personal leadership.
1: Courageous Personal Leadership is a practical leadership model we developed to give everyday people tools to lead more effectively and courageously. The four principles of courageous personal leadership are manage your internal environment, ask for what you need, decide to take risks, and embody your personal mission, vision, and values.
0: In this podcast, we discuss the impact the four principles of courageous personal leadership are having in organizations, teams, communities, and families. Thank you for joining us. What's
1: going on, everyone? This is David Daly Arrington, founder of Bridge Builder Consulting, and
0: you're listening to the Courageous Personal Leadership Podcast.
1: All right, well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, you have Sharma here for the fifth season of the Courageous Personal Leadership Podcast. I have my amazing co host here. I'll let him introduce himself.
0: Hey, folks, this is Corey Graham. Very excited to be back with you for this season. Sharma, what do we have going on today?
1: Yeah, so we have Jody Yearwood today. Jody is the founder of Melanated Woman. She is the wife to her sixth grade classmate, mother of two sons, and caregiver to her elderly father. She is also a business education consultant in commercial banking, ADHD and autism advocate and a creative entrepreneur. She is the founder of Jay Yearwood Marketing, LLC, and as I mentioned earlier, The Melanated Woman, where she shares her personal journey living as a Black woman with ADHD through note cards and affirmation. Jody, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I am honored to be here with you guys.
1: Beautiful. So Jody, before we get into the questions that we have for you around courageous personal leadership, you do so many things. And so we would love in just a couple of sentences, if you could briefly share with our listeners, what you do and how you spend your time.
2: that's a loaded question. (laughs) Charma. is
1: a loaded question.
2: But I will tell you, I, as you mentioned um, in, in the intro, I, I do a lot. Um, I am a woman of many titles, um, I, but I'm, I'm like many other women. You know, I work, I take care of my family, I uh, have a business, um, and I'm a caregiver to my father. So um, I do my best to juggle those um, main aspects of my life. And uh, where I drop the ball, you know, I, I drop the ball and where I succeed, I succeed. But I'm like many other women out there, just trying to um, just take care of my family and and take care of myself.
1: Mm. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jody. i us toss it to Corey to get us started.
0: So, so, Jody, before I jump into the first question, you know, I'm really curious to hear because. You know, we just heard a little bit of a, your your background. Sharma shares so many different titles that you carry. You wear a multitude of hats. You carry a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of energy, a lot of emotions that you put into it. If you had to think of a word, what's the word that keeps you grounded in order to show up and honor those different roles and responsibilities you carry every day? Mm.
2: Resilience. I would say resilience. Um, I know that, you know, I don't want to I don't want to make this a you know a, a sob story or one of those stories but I, I have been through um quite a bit this year
1: um mm-hmm.
2: and you know I lost my mom in in June um taking care of my family I stepped away from work and took a leave of absence and somehow God gives me the resilience to keep coming back mm-hmm. and I tell you um that the first thing the first word that comes to my mind would be resilience. Um, my strength comes from him, from the Lord, and that's that's how I uh, that's how I just seem to handle. That's how I am able to handle all of what I juggle.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate you you sharing that. And you know, many of us can share our experience with loss. And no, this is it's not a sad story. It's it's your story. It's a part of the story, and that's something yeah. that we got to be reminded about. That if we were to just gather and, and talk about. You know all the great moments that happen right it's those moments that you're talking about that will create those moments for us that will bring forth that resilience in whatever way it possibly can and it's it can be a beautiful thing i know that's not the word that necessarily always comes to mind when we think about those moments but uh i'm looking forward to hearing more of how this has evolved and on that note i'm curious if you can think about think about that pivotal experience in your career right your leadership journey where you may have doubted your abilities or, you know, those self-limiting beliefs are very real. Mm -hmm. How did you move past that? And share a little bit about what you learned.
2: Uh, Well, I'm sure um, we all know about imposter syndrome, or many of us know about imposter syndrome. And while some may not believe that that is a real thing, I am here to tell you, it is a real thing. Um, When I decided to start my own business uh, some years ago, I was terrified. I was terrified. I did not know if um, I would succeed. I didn't know if people would pay for my services or purchase my products. I was so afraid and just kind of stuck for a while. But however, I I was able to still push through the fear. And I'll tell you, um, in all honesty, I I did my best to make myself really small so that Mm. it was like, I'm doing the thing but yet i'll keep quiet so nobody will see me you know i won't put mm-hmm. my things out there i won't pu- you know i won't really push what i'm doing so that if i fail then it's like ah nobody will really know <laughs> but um i tell you i knew that that obviously wasn't going to um help me get anywhere and um you know i wasn't working at the time so i knew that if if i were to succeed in this um with this business that I would have to put myself out there and um, kind of just sit in the imposter syndrome and just do it anyway. And that's how I was able to continue and keep going and then start, ultimately start another business. So <laughs> it's, um, it's interesting how, you know, how that worked out, but it was a real fear of mine.
0: Wow, well, Jody, thank you for for sharing that. There's so much more I want to know. I want to pass it it over to Sharma because you're taking us down that journey and I'm looking forward to some other things that come up as you continue to unfold that Sharma.
1: Yeah. So before I, um, I ask a question around principle to ask for what you need, I want to just park here for just one more moment. Um, because Jody, I think that in our culture and even on social media, like we hear a lot about, you know, don't play small, don't play small, mm-hmm. you got to play big, you got to play big. Mm-hmm. And it almost, it's to me, sometimes it starts to feel a little bit cliche or like, mm-hmm. what does that even mean? What are we yeah. even talking about anymore? But it sounds like for you, it it wasn't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like you necessarily went from playing small to playing the, the biggest, baddest, you know, entrepreneur, but I'm, I'm curious, what did that look like for you to go from hiding, playing it small to just putting yourself out there tangibly, but mm-hmm. not, what, what, not what all of the, you know, influencer and social media posts say, but just what does that actually look like, look like for somebody to, to be hiding in the shadows and then say. You know what? I'm just going to try.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, for me personally, I will tell you um, the first thing that I didn't do in order to hide was to not even let people know what I was doing. So I started this business, (laughs) literally got the name, got the LLC, did all the things, but didn't tell anyone, didn't tell anyone what I was doing. I was terrified. I know that uh, people were asking me, this was when I was doing my marketing business. People were asking me, hey, Jody, can you do this? And I'm like, well, uh, maybe, sometimes (laughs) I can try all the things instead of just saying, yes, I can do that for you. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. I would be like, well, you know, I'm not sure if I can do it. I can try and do it maybe, but sometimes, but I might not do it too well. And like, not surprisingly, people would say, oh, you know what? I think I'll go to <laughs> this girl over here. You know, <laughs> like I'll, I'll go to this business over here. Thanks, but no thanks. And that's what I mean by trying to hide. I I did that for some time before I actually put myself out there on social media and said, hey, listen, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Y'all pray for me. If you, want to, if you want my services, this is it. And then, um, you know, as much as I will tell you social media and i have a love hate relationship <laughs> but i had to put myself out there on social media regularly yeah. and i struggled i struggled with that i really did um but that's for me that was it i i really would not i i wouldn't even take on projects or clients mm-hmm. because i was afraid that i might do a poor job yeah
1: you know yeah, yeah. mm that's that's good so th- it really was Simply starting by letting people know that I'm here.
2: I'm here. Exactly. I'm here. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good, Jody. All right. So I want to move to principle two, which is ask for what you need. And this is really about leadership voice and, you know, negotiating when we have to or just asking for something that was really hard. And so, We would love for you to share a time in your career or leadership journey when you had to ask for something or negotiate for something in a way that you had not done before. Mm -hmm. How did you prepare and were you successful or not? Take Mm -hmm. us us Mm -hmm. through that that journey. Mm. Well, I can tell you um, that just happened recently. (laughs) So I am at
2: work. I work in commercial banking. And um, since I was, so just a little backstory, I was diagnosed with ADHD at 40 years old, as an adult. Um, Like many other women, unfortunately, we are diagnosed later in life than um, many other people who were diagnosed in childhood. This is the first time that I am now working in 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 the workforce, in corporate America, with knowing that I have ADHD, knowing that I need some accommodations, you know. I mm-hmm. need, you know, my the way that I process things may be a little bit differently than the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. And um it took a long time for me to wrestle with how do I make this ask? Um, I have two boys who are also neurodiverse. And I tell you, I am up. Tell me to go to the school, that five zero four meeting, that i e p meeting. I am there. Mm-hmm. I need this, this, and this, my child needs this, this, and this. But when it comes mm-hmm. to me, when it came yeah. to me, when it came down to me, I did not know what to do i yeah. I didn't know what to ask for.
1: yeah,
2: um, and I was terrified because I didn't want to be like the weakest link on our team, you know, asking for this this help mm-hmm. and uh. I was really pleasantly surprised when I found out that our organization has a neurodiversity coach. Wow. So, yeah, it was amazing. Um, so I went forward, prayed on it, sent my little email out. And I was just like, hey, I need this. I need mm-hmm. your guidance. Um, I've been here for a little bit over a year and I could use your help. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, I tell you, we 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 uh, we meet twice a month, and it has been great. Just mm-hmm. talking to someone who knows what I am dealing with sometimes mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. knows that I may have some challenges uh, working on different projects, um, but yet is not judgmental and yeah. give me advice on. Hey, I think you can benefit from doing this or talking to your manager about this. Mm -hmm. So that was a really big ask for me. It it was yeah, Yeah. Um, my first time ever having to do that.
0: Hey, everybody. If you're enjoying the podcast, we want to take a minute to introduce to some and reintroduce to others one of our ventures, The Made Box. Sharma, what is The Made Box?
1: So The Made Box is a quarterly leadership and professional development subscription box That is perfect for busy professionals, managers, leaders, entrepreneurs, and really anyone who has goals to grow in the areas of self-awareness, negotiation, risk-taking, decision-making, or just leading with more authenticity and purpose. Every quarter, the Made Box will be mailed to your home or office, so we are literally bringing leadership development to your doorstep. The Made Box ships the last week of July, October, January, and April. All you have to do is order the Made Box as a quarterly subscription or as a one-time gift.
0: Each box includes leadership and personal development books based on one of the four principles of courageous personal leadership, two to four distinctive theme-based gifts, a quarterly virtual workshop, and your first subscription box it includes a leadership coaching call with a certified leadership coach.
1: We are so excited about the impact The Made Box has had so far and what's to come. To learn more and get your box, visit www.themadebox.com.
0: All right, let's get back to the interview.
1: Thank you for sharing that Jody. It takes a lot of courage to share that with us. It took even more courage for you to bring that part of you into your workplace um, because it's not just, I need help with this project, but it's, it's bringing a very intimate part of who mm-hmm. you are to your workplace. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and sort of bearing that to people and you don't know what their response is going to be. And I can just imagine that we have um, people listening who may have, you know, some of the same experiences that you have. And I think just, again, knowing that we're not on an island, knowing that we're not alone, knowing that there's other people that look like us that are going through the same Mm -hmm. journey, it just inspires us and it gives us courage. And so I I would love, before we wrap up, which I would want to just talk to you all day, but if you could just in a few sentences, tell us about Melanated Woman. Uh, We would love for our listeners to know what it is that you're up to with that with that organization.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, thank you. I um, I started the Melanated Woman. That was another big fear of mine uh, when I said starting another business. But I um was using the Melanated Woman as a way of just bringing encouragement to other Black women who are dealing with neurodiversity or ADHD. Um, I will tell you when I was diagnosed and shared it with my family, they were just like, what is that? My parents, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) So I started with videos um, on social media. I put myself out there and started just talking about issues that were affecting me that day. Um, And I started doing them weekly. And I was so surprised when I started getting feedback from other Black women like, oh, my gosh, that is me. I'm going through the same thing. I had no idea, you know, other people were doing dealing with this. So I started the Melanated Woman um, just to kind of connect, have a community to start a community of uh, black women who may be going through this, either self-diagnosed or officially diagnosed. Um, And then it kind of morphed into note cards and affirmations. I ha- I started selling them online. It started with the the Etsy page. You know, that's where my creative side comes in. And um so now I I do that as well. So I'm I'm hoping that eventually my goal is to connect the corporate world to just to speak to women, people, but especially women that look like me in corporate America and being able to let them know that, you know, we are here. We can succeed, you know. We can um, lean on each other. All the things, all the mm-hmm. things. It's not a clear cut p- plan, but that's what I see for the melanated woman in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanting to have that community in place, especially in the work in the workforce.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful vision. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm just hearing this theme of just. Putting yourself out there—that's that's really yeah. the the theme that I've heard from you today. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that.
0: Thank you, thank you, Jody. It's amazing to hear this woman who once played small, to so now finds out that she is not alone. Secondly, you now have a, a greater purpose. You got a responsibility because I can only imagine what you felt. That first social media post, right? That first video that you created and you put it out there. And then you get the response, that reassurance that, hey, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is, and I'm I'm just gonna say it, Jody, <laughs> you can't play small now. <laughs> right?
2: I know, I know, I know. That's the plan. That's the plan. Not to split not to play small, not to play small. You gotta put yourself out there.
0: And it's and it's also playing big in the way that it reflects who you are. Right. Like Sharma talked about those cliches. We can we can try to fit that playing big to look like somebody else's, but that's not meant to be yours. And so now your playing big is essential for creating a connection for women who look like you, women in similar positions to their organizations and being able to raise awareness about this topic. And what I hope is that many others listening to this episode may need to go down that path and start exploring. Maybe I might be someone that has it, right? And I don't think this is just limited to women. This could be men Mm -hmm. too, because a lot Mm -hmm. of us went through that school system. That's right. We, We may not have been on a spectrum. We may not have any type of academic plans, but we may have had some things going on. And so what I love is that you're normalizing the fact that we need to go and get this help. And it's okay to ask for that. So I want you to close us out. You're going to wrap this up for us today because this is about you and your story. And so we've been talking about managing your internal environment and asking for what you need. And you shared about two critical moments. These are two core principles of ours, the courageous personal leadership model. So for you, put it in your own words. What's the value of integrating these principles in your life, Jody? We have
2: to be true to ourselves. You know, it's so important to be able to look inside, figure out what it is that you truly need in order to succeed on the outside, if that makes sense. We can't, you know, we really can't hold in um, our gifts, our challenges, our struggles. We have to uh, speak out. We have to put ourselves out there. And um, it's just, it's just critical in order to live a true life, in order to be true to yourselves, you just have to do it. You have to put yourself out
1: there. Beautiful, beautiful, Jodi. So if people want to um, learn more about you and your work with Melanated Woman, where can they find you, Jody? Ah.
2: Well, my website is themelanatedwoman.com, and it's spelled the M E L A N capital A-D-H-D, woman.com. So uh, you can find my cards on that website, or uh, if you want to check out my Etsy page, J-U-Wood Marketing, um, you can find them there as well. And you can find me on Facebook. You can find my videos, The Melanated Woman, on Facebook.
1: Awesome. Jody. thank you so much for sharing your gifts and your stories with us today. Um, I know that you have inspired me and I'm sure um, you will inspire so many others with this,
0: with this message. So thank you so much for being here.
2: I appreciate you having me. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jody. Thanks for listening to the Courageous Personal Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe at the podcasting app of your choice to continue the conversation, visit us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or our website at made to lead.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you at infothemadecompany.com. At We're your hosts, Corey and Sharma, leaving you with this. How will you manage, ask, decide, and embody?